<laughs> What's up, Tucker? How are you? Hey, hey, good. How are you guys? Good, man. Thank you. Uh, I just wanted to um, weigh in on the doing drugs and not doing drugs at Sunset. Oh. Um, I would recommend not doing a, drugs, by the way. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I'm speaking from a person that doesn't do drugs at festivals. Good. Like, it, it's so much better. I, I look at all the people that do drugs, and it like, makes me sad because you pay, like, what, $130 for two days, and then you drop, like, an obscene amount of acid, and you don't remember any of it. So yeah, then that's like $130 I, down the drain. I like remembering stuff. Like when, when I go places, sure, everybody likes to alter their consciousness, but call me crazy. I really like to remember stuff. I'm big on capturing memories and keeping them with me. So, uh, yeah, I, you definitely. Know. That's so, how I feel too. But like, it, it just kind of makes me sad to go. Cause I'm, I'm like, I'm only 18 and I'm really young. And then I see like 30 year olds, like late 20 year olds, they're just like destroyed laying on the ground from like 10 years of like, I know. There's an obscene amount of drugs. But uh, dude, I'll I'm tell super you. excited to hear you're going to Sunset. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Uh, I'll tell you what. You're going to have so much fun. I am. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's blowing up. I love this guy. He doesn't need drugs, damn it. Uh, but here, here's what's even worse than what you described is uh, I'm from Orlando, and in Orlando uh -huh. in the mid early to mid to late 90s, there was a huge, huge uh, dance scene, like uh, breaks. That's where oh, it yeah, came yeah. from. Right. So I grew up with that. When I go back to Orlando now, sometimes I'll go to parties with friends of mine, and there are people... Me too. That's where my girlfriend lives. All right, go there on. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so, so we go to the, these parties with the people that we used to party with, and you see people in their 40s and sometimes even 50s who are still trying to... I don't know what with with the same drugs and they're all mangled on couches and you know that yeah, some, no. somewhere there's a babysitter going man I wish these losers <laughs> would get home so I could cut these kids I loose. Know. It's so sad. It's so sad and then and then they want to get you in on it because doing drugs isn't fun by yourself, you know. Right. So like the older people will play on the younger kids and then it just is a never-ending cycle. But like if you love music like yeah. me and my friends, you'll go and it will feel like you're already on drugs. I, I want to hang out with you. This is the kid I want to hang out with at Sunset Festival. This like your guy. Dude, do it. I take all my new friends to Sunset always. So I go to all of them. Me and my friend travel around the United States, go all to uh, see all of them. I'm partying with this so kid. I always hardcore. take do you dance? my new friends to Sunset. Do you dance? Sunset's so easy. Do you dance? Oh, yeah, I get Oh, I get it. What's your like, I'm, I'm super pale and white, but I, I get it. All right, I'm going to look for the pale yeah. white kid named Tucker who's dancing. I'm going to find you. Yeah, dude, second day, I'll be dressed as a sick-ass Indian, and then the first day, I'll probably be, like, dressed as, like, a panda bear or something. Wait, am I supposed really to... Well, hold on, hold on. Am I supposed to dress up for this thing? What's your costume, Drew? I don't know. I was going to go as no, a dude, loser 40-year-old guy. I'm supposed to dress up? Nah. Yeah, dude, always. Like, like it's more fun. Like, people, you tank top shorts. That's boring. Who just wears a tank top and shorts? Not me. I mean... I, well, I mean, I wouldn't either. I'm super new. But, like, if you dress up, I don't know. Festivals are where people go to, I don't know, get away from their life and just kind of, like, let loose and be yeah. someone else. This you know? so great. Yeah, Seth, a question for Tucker? Uh, Drew, I picked up your koala bear costume from the dry cleaner, so you'll be all good. Yes. I'll be the panda and you'll be the koala bear. Oh, dude, we pick up so many chicks. You don't even know. <laughs> oh, my for God. Real. I all love right. this kid. All right, dude, you're awesome, Tucker. Thanks, man. I'll look for Thank you, bro. You. I want, to, right. I want to give him my cell number. <laughs> I don't. I think you'll regret that as soon as you do it. <laughs> no, I, oh, did you? Was that him? He was so excited. He could be the clip of the day so far. Yes, I'll be the panda and you'll be the koala bear. <laughs> well, that's that's a quote of the we day. We should actually invite him to the live show tomorrow. It'd be great to have him there, and he could practice his dance moves for the audience. Oh my god, I love that guy. Good. Yes. Call back, you silly panda bear.
Somebody just uh, tweeted me, did you listen to DJ Sandy or Kimball Collins? Uh, yeah, those are two really good friends of mine. Sandy, back in the day, was one of my best friends. Sandy was a DJ. He would call himself the one, the only. He definitely had an ego problem. He came to work for us at O-Rock, and he was the promotions director. Well, he's tattooed like he's got flame tattoos on the side of his head, tattooed everywhere. He got the new O-Rock, O-Rock 105 logo on his forearm <laughs> and got fired three weeks later. And then the station flip a couple weeks later after that? Yeah. And he also had his uh, his uh, his girlfriend's face under his, his arm, and mm. she broke up with him. I'll be the panda and you'll be the koala bear. I want to find that guy and party with him. He should come to the station tomorrow. Yeah. Totally should. Oh, man. Wear your panda costume. What, can I, I mean, I can't find a costume, right? Yeah. You're, you're, not, you're, not, you're not costume guy. You got two days still. Well, today's almost yeah, over, but yeah. What, what if I wear my orange uh, OP cord shorts? I have my Gumby costume that I wore to the Jolton Plunge last yeah. year. Yeah, please. There you go. Please, please. Can, can you're we... you're gonna dress as Gumby now? Yeah, that's right. I don't see it. Gumby. Is there is there a cutout for the face? No. I, maybe you should go as a sick ass Indian so you could match the last caller. Tucker's back. Do you want to? Would you want to see if he wants to come to our live show? Oh, uh, he's got to be here. Tucker, would you like to come to our uh, live broadcast? I'm tomorrow? back. <laughs> and I guess, guess what? Guess what? What? Beth, you can come, and then you can be like a pretty pink flamingo and dress up with us. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. And you say you don't do drugs? You've got this kind of energy? Nah, dude. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm always the DD and, like, the mother of my group. Like, I let all my friends go and, like, have... Because, like, I can't drink beer because I'm allergic to gluten. I can't drink liquor because I have, like, a liver thing. And I can't do drugs because imagine me now on drugs. <laughs> I would, like, explode. So, like, I'm set. I'm always the DD because I have just as much fun. This, this guy's Captain Fun. Do you have an extra panda costume that Drew can borrow? Oh, pff, I have extra everything. Are you kidding me? I got festival stuff flying out of everywhere. <laughs> Here you go, Drew. Dude, Festival Tucker is my new favorite <laughs> caller ever, dude. You are Festival Tucker. All right, hold on. We're going to give you directions and tell you how to get that. Yeah, Seth. Uh, Tucker, are you free to come to the station tomorrow? Yeah, I actually work at the Amway Arena, and, like, you guys always come to do your live broadcast there, and I like, try to, like, sneak away and find you guys, but I never can. Makes you You're my favorite new caller of all time, man. Hold on one yes. second. <laughs> He's probably working tomorrow. He can't come to the station. Oh, there's a game. Yeah, oh, damn it. He didn't mention that, though. Yeah, talk to him, yeah. Uh, Kayla. But it's an 8 o'clock game, so maybe he gets yeah. here early oh. in the show, like 3 o'clock. Yeah. He can come here at 3, dress up as the panda, warm up the crowd, and then he can go to work. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Festival Tucker is my favorite new yes. caller. He's my new best friend. Got a text from Danielle, said Tucker's the man. Yeah, there, there are people tweeting, uh, I effing love Tucker. G-Unit shirt is costume enough at SMF Tampa. <laughs> Tucker's so awesome. I'll be the panda and you'll be the koala bear. We could mix that in some beats. Hold on one second. Guys. Guys. And you'll be a koala bear. Oh, please. Koala bear. Somebody turn that into a D- EDM koala song. Koala bear. <laughs> koala bear. Yeah. And then you'll be a koala bear. Koala bear. Koala bear. Koala bear. I'll be the panda and you'll be a koala bear. Koala bear. Koala bear. I'll be the panda and you'll be a koala bear. Hey. Yes, yes. Koala bear. Oh, 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 I can't even. Koala bear. Koala bear. I'll be the panda and you'll be a koala bear. I love you, Tucker. Koala bear. 
I swear to you, I'm giving him my number tomorrow, and we're going to link up and go to festival. I don't care. Okay. I don't care. He can call me anytime he wants to. He's like, he's got that Jacob two times thing where he like always, he's always going to put me in a good mood. We need to get you a burner phone so you can just, (laughs) you can give that number out to people. All your random listeners. Oh my God. Wouldn't that be great to have a burner phone that's just for listeners and like, yeah. Fantastic. Can we get that? Do we have a, a cell phone sponsor or anything? We could probably find one yeah. to sponsor a burner phone for you. The Drew Garabo listener burner phone, where <laughs> I just give the number out, not even on the air, but they I just give it to random Call listeners. you on the weekend to hang out, yeah. whatever they're doing. Yeah, and like if I'm busy, I obviously won't answer. Right. But they if, go right to voicemail. You can yeah. pick up the voicemail. That's great. <laughs> Is he bringing his panda gear to the station tomorrow, Kayla? Uh, I did not confirm that, but I will call him after this after the show to confirm. Oh my you you got to wear the panda outfit tomorrow. <laughs> Festival Tucker plus Jacob two times equals BFFs. <laughs> God, this is so great. Shalom, my friends. Are you still listening? Good. It's the True Grabo live hidden track of the day. Kisses, Bay. Now, Seth, I have to ask you, is there anyone that you would be more excited to talk to than Danny McBride? Not right now, no. I mean, for the time and the place and everything, he's hotter than ever. Kenny Powers, they're in the third season? Uh, they're going to start the third season, yes. So, uh, probably yeah. just Sasha Baron Cohen, Ali G, uh, is right up there with uh, Danny McBride. Okay, and uh, I'm super excited to talk to the guy, too, especially now that I've watched that Eastbound and Down. Hilarious. And he was, uh, in, I think he was responsible for that Beastie Boys video, which I... I got to ask him about. Now, I think it's okay if we geek out a little bit with him, right? Uh, I'm going to. You're just, it's unavoidable. I mean, I'm going to try to remain professional, but I'll probably tell him that I love him at some point during the interview. Okay, well, that's okay. I mean, it's okay to tell another man you love him as yes. long as he's very funny and popular like uh, Mr. Uh, Danny McBride. His movie, by the way, 30 minutes or less in uh, theaters today. I recommend you go check it out. And, oh, boy, without further ado, uh, man, Danny, how are you doing today, man, or what's going on? Not much. How you doing? Dude, excellent. It's such a pleasure to have you here. And, uh, you know, before we launch into all those predictable trademark radio questions, I want to ask you this, because you, me, and my partner Seth here have something in common. We all have Jewish moms. So, you know, I, I think we can all come from the same place. Now, Seth is about to get married, and he's had some kind of issues with his Jewish mom wanting to take the whole thing over. Is there anything you can offer him in the way of insight? Uh, I don't have too much insight. When I was a kid, I didn't even, we, I never have even been to Temple or anything. So my mom, uh, yeah, so she didn't, she, I was never brought up uh, the way. And so I wasn't, I wasn't exposed to uh probably some of the things you guys are, are being exposed to. Well, here's what I'm being exposed to, Danny, is my mom is saying this wedding is as much about her as it is for me and my fiancé. She's got that whole Jewish mom thing going on where it's all about her. So I just didn't know if you had that with your mom when you got married. Uh, I didn't. She let us do it. You should, you should fist 
fight her. You should tell her that you're the man. Just stop it. <laughs> He's got to assert himself. <laughs> that is awesome. Now, Danny's 30 Minutes or Less is going to be in theaters August 12th. We'll get into all that. But before I do that, man, as a Beastie Boys fan, I just have to give you major props because if my understanding is correct, you're kind of responsible for getting Seth Rogen, Will Ferrell, and all those guys in the, uh, in the Make Some Noise video. Is that true, Danny? I think it was, you know, I think the Beastie Boys call you and say, do you want to be in our music video? Most people are going to say yes. I was one of the first guys they pulled on. I met those guys on a flight to uh, to London and ended up hanging out with them. And then a few months later, they asked if I wanted to be in the video. And uh, I was flipped by that. I mean, those guys are insane. I've been fans of them forever. And uh, so I-, I can't take all the credit for the guys getting involved. The Beastie Boys have a reputation. Yeah, when they ask, you got to do it. How did you, like, you were on a flight with them, and you were just like, oh, yo, there's Ad-Rock, I'm going to go introduce myself? No, they introduced themselves to me, which is pretty crazy. I didn't know that they were on the flight. And then uh, we were staying, it was one of the weirdest Hollywood nights I've ever had. Met them on the plane, we got to the hotel, we were staying at the same hotel as them. They asked me we wanted to go grab drinks that night, so we went to the bar downstairs, and then a few hours later... Jack White and his band, The Dead Weather, show up, and then Cedric the Entertainer. These are the people I'm drinking with in London. <laughs> Look at you, baller. Baller, baller style. <laughs> That's great. Now, Seth, you got some questions about Eastbound and Down. Yeah, Danny, how much of that is uh, is improvised? Because there's some scenes that I've watched with you and Will Ferrell where it just seems like you guys are cracking each other up. We, you know, we uh, we work super hard on the scripts, make sure that the structure, the characters, like all the story, everything's there, and we'll work. We'll make sure that the jokes on page are good. But yeah, we we we'll get on the set and then really just rip it and kind of take it from there. And uh, a lot of the stuff with Will, we'll improvise. Uh, but uh, you know, we're shooting the third season actually right now. I, I'm in New York right now doing a uh, press for 30 minutes or less. But by, I took a break today from Eastbound filming. But Will actually is back in this season, and so tomorrow I get to step back in the ring with him. Now, now, Danny, can I tell you when I knew Eastbound and Down was the show for me? When was it? All right, it's when it was like it was during the first season. Obviously, I was with it from the beginning. It was either the first or second episode when you first started being a teacher at the school, and you walked up to all the teachers when they were having lunch, and you said, "I think a kid's getting raped in the hallway," and then they gasped, and you said, "No, I'm just joking." I said, "This is the show for me. That's my kind of humor." <laughs> That's the first episode. We hooked you in from the very beginning. Good. <laughs> That's well done. Hey, I got a question, too. How cool is it that a corporation like K-Swiss, in today's politically correct world, is willing to let you have that kind of creative control as Kenny Powers to say the things that you did? Like, that's legit, right? You're not doing a fake K-Swiss commercial. No, it's real. I mean, we, you know, Jody Hill is the guy who created uh, Eastbound with, and, uh, you know, when K-Swiss approached us, we were kind of, like, not into the idea at all. We just didn't really see how anything like that had worked before and uh when they started showing us their concepts and ideas for it it was totally in line with the show it was filthy and so for us we were kind of like well this would be hilarious to be able to just swear like this and sell tennis shoes at the end of the day it's almost like what i would want to see a commercial be and so uh yeah it's awesome we have a good time with those guys it's a lot of fun doing those spots I'm really glad to hear it because I grew up wearing those shoes playing tennis. And I got to tell you, because they weren't Nike or Reebok, I always got clowned. So now it's kind of like my revenge knowing that uh, that Danny McBride, as Kenny Powers, is endorsing K-Swiss. You were right all along, yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, Danny, you've been in a ton of movies. What's your favorite character that you've played? Ooh, that's tough. Let me see. Uh... Like yeah, it's tough. I mean, I always do something cool, like in Dude, I get to beat up Robert Downey Jr., which has been a lifelong dream of mine. And, uh... <laughs> Uh, you know, acting with Will Ferrell and Loss is cool. Uh, you know, I had a blast on Pineapple Express. That's probably one of my favorite movies I've done before. I mean, getting to hang with Seth and uh, and Franco all day. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, that was probably one of the most some of the most fun I've had on a set was Pineapple.
Yeah, that was kind of your launching moment, too. That's where I think the general public found out about you. Would you agree with that? Like, after you did that movie, did you notice that things started to change for you? Yeah, that definitely had uh, more traction than my sex tape, which no one saw, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe later you can release that. <laughs> Now, let's talk about 30 Minutes or Less. You're in this with uh, Jesse Eisenberg and Nick Swartzen, who I think Nick is one of the funniest people on the planet. Tell us a little bit about the show and give us compelling reasons to watch. Well, it, it is hilarious. I, mean, I went with you. Nick is one of the funniest dudes I've ever met before. I didn't know Nick until this movie, and, uh, you know, most of our work is together, and that guy just would have me cracking up constantly. He's so funny. But the movie is about Nick and myself are uh, these sort of villainous dudes that I want to kill my father to get his to get his inheritance, but I don't have the cojones to kill him myself. So I come up with this brilliant plan to kidnap a pizza guy, played by Jesse Kinsenberg, strap a bomb to his chest, and make him rob a bank so I can get the money to pay a hitman to kill my father. Very <laughs> simple, easy plot to follow. <laughs> That's great. No blood on your hands at all because no you're blood, using yeah. someone else. Man, now how did this come about? Did you know Nick, and, and did you guys work looking for a project together? Tell us how this came about. No, it was uh, Ruben Fleischer who directed Zombieland, uh, directed 30 Minutes or Less, and he, uh, you know, me and him have, had talked a little bit about working together, and he, he gave me the script, and the script was just hilarious, and it was a perfect blend of uh, just like action and comedy, and a lot of his points of reference were like movies like Dog Day Afternoon and Heat, these like epic bank robbery films, which uh, I thought that was kind of funny to kind of combine comedy with that sort of heist bank robber vibe, and so then the movie just kind of came together from there, you know, Ben Stiller's producing it, and uh, so you knew that comedically there were like people who knew what they were doing involved with the movie and uh yeah and then once Aziz and Jesse and Nick came on it uh yeah the cast just kind of grew and it turned into a group of pretty cool guys together absolutely we're talking to Danny McBride 30 minutes or less his new movie will be in theaters August 12th now Danny when you're out and about how many people actually think that you're Kenny Powers and call you that when they see you out in the streets uh, including my family uh all the time yes <laughs> is that annoying or is it something you just kind of run with uh, you know, at this point, uh, when, you know, we work so hard on that show, so the fact that people, like, are watching it and are into it and are passionate enough about it that they'll, you know, scream Kenny Powers on the street, uh, right now it definitely is cool and we appreciate it, but, you know, we'll see five years from now, you know, how, how that feels. Yeah. <laughs> well, in five years, though, you're going to create so many more memorable roles that you, you <laughs> won't even right, remember right. Kenny Powers. <laughs> Dude, and how refreshing is it in today's movie culture that the, the edgy, R-rated comedy is back and we're not with these stupid romantic comedies all the time? As an actor, how wonderful is it to kind of stretch your wings and be a little offensive? I love it. I mean, for me personally, like, you know, I, I don't have anything against PG-13 comedies. There's been a lot of great ones, but I love to see an, a good R-rated comedy where you know that, like, nothing is off the table it, you know, the comedy can kind of go wherever it wants to. And so I'm kind of creatively drawn to those kind of movies. And, you know, 30 Minutes or Less definitely falls into that sort of category where the humor, uh, like, definitely goes for it. Absolutely. Well, Danny, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. The movie is 30 Minutes or Less. It is in theaters August 12th. Danny, you're a genius, man. We really love you, man. Thanks yeah. for coming on the show. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. Have a good day. You too. Keep up the great work, man.